There's a number of different areas which we're looking at in the moment. So we're in the middle of this particular tshuva in Shomu Mishpat of Rabbi Zafrani, where he's discussing a specific case, but it's a case which allows us to touch on a number of the areas that are relevant to, to, to these kind of shailas. The case that he's dealing with is a case where a, a mother, uh, well, a couple uh, are married, and they both have jobs, and it's agreed between the two of them that they each have their own bank accounts, their own wages going to their own bank accounts, and they each make various different contributions to the household bills, and um, the rest they have as that, so to speak, you know, I don't think it was spelled out what happens to the rest, but Matthias, it's, it's in their own bank accounts, it's in their own names. And at some stage, near the end of the, the, the wife's life, she transferred, so she added a son, one of her sons, into to her account, as, as a co-signator of her account. And the shiny now is, um, after she's nifter, that son who who's signs up on the account turns around and says that, listen, you know, um, mommy put me on the account as well with her, and therefore I'm like a shutuf in it, or now maybe I own it all. Um, and the other sons turn around and they have a number of tiny First of all, the fact that you're, you are put as a signature on the account doesn't mean that you own it in halacha. It doesn't mean that you're the bailim. Maybe it was convenient. Maybe she needed someone else to be able to get money out for her. So, so that's, that's why a signature, a signature. And even if we say that it does mean something, does she have a right to do something that would circumvent the, the husband's ability to inherit his wife? Or do we say that in the end of the day you can't get around the fact that the, that the husband has got rights, and therefore if the husband has rights and he would have then inherited, then and then he was nifter, so then it goes to the, to the children. So it's touching on various different points. We already began. Uh, we're now about uh, well, up to page the second page here, which Jeremy is going to kindly put on the screen. Um, but we already began with with the discussion of the fact that in halacha there's a concept that a woman can turn around and she can say, you know what? Don't give me any mazenus. I'll keep my own maizir daim. I'll support myself. Chazal, according to this pshat, were masakin that the husband gets maizir daim in order that he doesn't mind uh, paying for the mazenus. But the primary halacha is that he has, he's obliged to pay for the mazenus. And if it so happens that a woman turns around and says to her husband, "You know, I actually, I don't need you to pay for my mazenus. I actually earn much more than what my mazenus cost. I'm happy keeping my own salary. I'll support myself." Then a woman's entitled to do that. Where the husband's entitled to say the reverse is a matter of discussion. The shayla which we have over here is where a husband turns around and um, welcome to there's a sheet. The husband turns around and 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 um, has an arrangement like this, where the wife is also benefiting from the funds from the husband because they're both contributing to, to parts of the household uh, um, bill, so to speak. And it seems it was never spelled out that, well, obviously it's not practical. I pay half the BT bill, you pay half the BT bill. I pay half the, the heating, you pay half the heating. It's, it's not going to work. So I'll pay these bills, you pay those bills. But it was never spelled out, but really I'm supporting myself and you're supporting yourself. We're just, you know, um, it'd be interesting, Shiloh, what would happen if you'd have two tenants who, who, who rent a property together. And, and they they agree between them that one of them is going to pay these utility bills and one of them is going to pay for the food, or whatever it would be, right? Uh, you know, what does that what does that mean? Are there any ramifications for that, so to speak? But in this particular case, with the husband and wife, um, he's learning at least that that does not mean 
that the wife is therefore taking her Maishadayim in lieu of Mazonas and, and there's been a Chalukah for the simple reason that she's contributing to his expenses and he's contributing to her expenses. Ah, it goes into her account. Her wages go into her account. That's just how it's done. That's not in this particular case he's going to say necessarily a Raya. Now, now he comes up with our locha, which we're about to see now in, in base on the right hand side, uh, the first base. Um, now, under the, under the first paragraph, Dalit, there's a base. Now, one's in a case which is very common in Eretz Yisrael and some other places, where a so it's the page where Dalad is on the top right-hand corner, and and um, it's the one paragraph directly after that first one. One's in a case where where a, a lady is the primary. Uh, have you got it? A lady is is, is the no. So it's not that's the first page. This page looks like this. Could be the last two are not double sided. So, oh, right. um, so Shai's wife is in a case where a lady is the sole breadwinner, right? So imagine, let's say that the husband's in cradle, and let's say he doesn't even get any income from that cradle, and the woman earns all the money in the house, right? So does that, how do we look at that? What's that situation? So if you look in, in see base Aleph, he says as follows: In a situation where a woman is the primary breadwinner in the house. And she doesn't get any support from her husband. So she gets a bit. So the person discuss whether in such a case, of course, all the rest of her income goes to her. You know, she might be supporting the family, but, but she owns her income. Or in other words, if there's any change after the family expenses, she owns it. Or, unless she actually, Mamish says the words, I don't want Muzanis, I'm supporting myself, unless she actually pulls the plug on that deal, now the husband owns her Maisadayim. Once she pulls the plug, is it reversible? Uh, that, that's a good question. I don't, I don't remember the answer. Um, because otherwise then there's no... Correct. I, 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 don't, I don't remember... Yes, implies it's not reversible, right? Which, the fact that it's such a... I think it's a first, but I don't remember. I don't remember. I have to check. Why should she say in the Zionists when the, when this when this not a, a, a morsel of the Zionists that comes from here? I mean, why isn't it on I'll tell you. It's permanent. That's exactly the point Ellie's making before. If it's permanent, once you pull the plug on this support a system, big, big and right now you might be earning more money, um, and then what happens <coughs> if you lose your job? Or you decide you don't want to work anymore. Or whatever. He's if you're pulling the plug... No such thing. There's no such thing as a person knowing that they're never going to earn a penny. Or that they never... You know, they might think they're not going to earn a penny. They might earn. And then the day, uh, what happens if Tafel, you know, he has to go and work? Why happens he makes income from Kyle? Why happens he becomes a Rav? Why happens he becomes a Rebbe? Right? It's a big time. Whatever. You know, at the end of the day... Uh, 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 that, that's what Ali was, was alluding to. If Shah is that this is not rever- that, that, that this is re- irreversible, once you've relinquished your rights to be supported, that's a statement. I mean, some mechil is not reversible. It depends on what the schus is. If this is a schus is hanging there, and you make that schus, that's it. If it's a, every day, there's a new chiv on the husband to support his wife today. Again, it's a takana which she's waived. So what does it mean when you've waived it? You waived it right now when I don't need it? And when I do need it, that, that, that's, that's something we have to see. 
And Gemara speaks about these things. That it's, 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 I think it's Mufurish. I just don't remember what that is. So, so um, over here, he's saying that this. She in the in the second sad, we're saying that if at the end of the day she doesn't actually pull the plug on on her mazonis and therefore her rights to keep her mice time, and even though right now today she might be the sole breadwinner, doesn't matter. Belongs to her husband. Right. So, so that's that's the shayla. There's a halacha. If a woman's walking down the street, she finds a 50 pound note, then it belongs to her husband. Right? So they're metzia. So why belongs to her husband is a separate discussion. What it's, what it's instead of. So, so he's saying that even if you say that you're not entitled to her ma'isudayim because she's the sole breadwinner, but why is it worse than a metzia? And her husband's entitled to metzia. So according to this second shot, belongs to her husband. I am sure it was so they're passing that actually whoever's muqsa can turn on to say kimni. Whether or not the uh, husband owns the maishu time or whether or not the wife owns the maishu time. Ulam. Ain't zin again in it in the dom. Shepanesses mzoinis habayis mtelas al shneem vihini zoinis gamma menu. In this particular case, where they're both earning and she's also benefiting from her husband's wage, then it's clear that hasn't happened. When a woman is the sole breadwinner, and she's the one who's earning all the money here, so one can debate, like, uh, as Alex was saying a second ago, the fact that she never said, I'm taking my maishu time for myself, is because there's nothing else to say. There was, she wasn't being mavat on anything, there wasn't anything else. So do you say that her default position, that's what she meant, and therefore it all belongs to her? Or do you say, no, you have to say the words. And if you don't say the words... You, then it doesn't happen. Why? Maybe because, as you say, you might be giving up a, a, a lifetime right, and therefore you've got to actually relinquish your rights to it. Otherwise, until you pull the plug on it, you're going with the with the big picture view that right now my maestro dime might belong to my husband, even though I'm doing all the work, so it might not be fair, but it's worth it for me because I've got the security blanket. Then at the end of the day, if I can't work, and to come out to your question, if she can't work, he has a, a chiyuv, to go and bring a panasa, he was mechayim himself under under the, the chuppah to go and bring a panasa to support his wife. Now you might tell me that a certain a couple before they go under the chuppah, the agreement is she's going to be the breadwinner, right? Okay, let, 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 let's let's not go there for now. We're not mummy spelling that out because that that would be an interesting. Shadow what that means if that's been the agreement between them is that then a siddup, right? Uh, so to speak, she, she, she's the masalik herself from the zchus. Even coming in to begin with, is that a machino? Is that is that nothing? Is that the best of intentions at the time, but it doesn't mean anything whenever life throws them a curveball or whatever? I, I, I will just tell you on the, sorry. Did someone say something? Okay. If if you just so Jeremy, just take it off the the picture for the moment. What's the nonsense? He's going to be tired. If she's being Muslim. She's being Muslim. In the end, that's the never forces someone to to go to work to be a pharmacist. That's a quest. That's a question or statement. It's a statement. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. when somebody says, "I I'm not a pharmacist. I don't have," and I'm not working. Sorry. I can't tell someone speaking to me or just background I'm not sure. Sorry, go on. When somebody says, um, I want to sit and learn and I'm not going to be a pharmacist and if there's no money, it's too bad. I haven't got 
Again, that was before the marriage or after the marriage? Yeah, after the marriage. Um, I don't think Besden ever forces someone to go to work in order to... Besden can turn around and say, if you're not going to support her, then you have to give her a get with a kusubah. Well, you say he doesn't have a survivor. I'm saying he won't give it. Seriously, he'll owe the money. Uh-huh. Might as well. have to give her a get. If she wants to. If she doesn't want to. In other words, she's not mochuyu to stay in a marriage. But he's not supporting her. As he committed to do. And uh, she hasn't got food on the table. But, but he's not mochuyu to support either when when they are... So, so you can say you can go out of the marriage. But... I'm saying that's no that married, he's not husband to go to work. That, I mean, it seems that. <laughs> if he says, I don't have, so I can't pay. Russell, just to be clear, doesn't only force when someone brings a claim. Right? We're not the, the, the claimant. We are Bezin to determine what happens in the outcome of a claimant and a respondent. Right? She, she if she brings him to Bezin yeah. and said, my husband is not giving me money for food, because he hasn't got, and he says I don't have. And the reason he doesn't have is because he's not going out to work. Yes. And doesn't tell him you have to go and work. You 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 have a few committed under the chuppah to support your wife. If you, if if you can't support your wife, you've got a problem. Now, if your wife is prepared that she's going to be the one who goes to work in order to support you, lucky you. But but Edson, if that's not the arrangement, again, if that was the arrangement before the chasna, might be more complicated because it could be he never had a chiyuv, right? That's a separate discussion. Uh, but let's not talk about that now. Trying to involve the whole. So the, and, and the suburb was irrelevant, even though he said I need It's not. That's what I'm saying. Let, let, let's not go there now. That's not the shchiyah take a case. Although it can happen, of course it can happen. But, but that's the stuff that Let's happened? talk about afterwards. Has it, does it ever happen that somebody says I want to remain in Cairo, and the wife says there's no money? That Bezin says. You are not allowed to remain in Kodesh. I, I, I can tell you that our Rosh Hashiva, right, Rav um once told me that he had a, a, a younger man come to him who he knew, sorry, it was, it was actually a chosan, somebody who was getting married, and um, he knew that this person didn't have any money and he knew the other, the color side didn't have any money at all. Um, so he, he, he said to him, uh, what are you going to do after the chosan? So he said to him, I'm going to learn in BMG. Best best She said, "Wow, that's amazing, Baruch Hashem." And how are you going to live? So he said, "I've got betachon." She says, "Ah, psh, Baruch Hashem." Tell me, how did you get here today? Did I tell you, it's my server. Uh, I know, I'm from the Rishiva. Okay, so how, how did you get here today? She so said, um, "I came by by bus from Port Authority." Then how did you travel on the bus? How did you pay for the bus? He said, but with money. But he said, where did you get the money? He said, my father gave me money. He said, why? So what do you mean, why? He said, why did you ask your father to give me money? He said, what do you mean? He said, why don't you have a munah, betachem? Right? Munah betachem. So Terry says, you're not holding on that much rigor. He's not saying one cannot be on that much rigor. Yeah, but you're not on that much rigor. There's a story. Correct, correct, correct. And he said, he said, don't do it again. Correct, yeah. So he said, you're not holding on that much rigor. So don't tell me now that... that you're going on Zohopa, you'll be mischaib to support your wife. How do you intend to go about it? If there's a plan, say that. If there's a plan that both of you agree with, say that. But it's not Christ. So I don't know if that answers your question. That's a Hashiva. I'm talking in Bezna. It's a right? But, 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 and again, in Bezna, it would only ever happen if somebody came along with a, if the wife was to veya from her husband. So again, what would the Tvir be? The Tvir would be, I want you to stop learning. 
or only learn as much as, as, as when you're bringing a panasa home. I, I want to be able to eat and feed the children. If that would come to Bezin, Bezin would say, you machayev yourself to support the children. So what are you doing about your chiv? Now, if you want to get divorced, that won't part you from your chiv to the children, it'll just part you from your chiv to the wife going forward. You'll still be yeah, machayev to support the children. Who would be machayev to go in Shnaru? The wife or the husband? No, the husband. Yeah, sure. The husband's chiv. Oh, no, I'm being machai myself to support my wife and children. I don't, I don't see why not. Again, you're saying, you're telling me it's never happened. I don't know how it's never happened. I don't profess to be a mumcha in, in, in all even as a case law. Um, but, but again, it would only... Where Bezden has not said to the, the husband, you, if, you, if you want to do that, you go and schnauze and bring it to your wife. Don't let your wife run in the street and, and ask for people because she has no Again, go back to the beginning. Are you talking about a story where a wife called the husband to person? Well, yes, they go to a wife because they, she's complaining that he's not going to come Again, so again. Now so she's not, claiming, obviously. Not, not that she wants to get divorced, but she wants the wife to say that he, he should cannot go he sit should. and learn if he doesn't bring money. Okay. And... I, I don't think that's... Hey, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't answer, I can't answer, answer for other, I can't answer for other, I don't know who I'm referring to, so yeah. whatever. But you, that's not what you said, you said about a bezin. A bezin is a place where you go with a tfir, and you call a person's bezin and say, I have a tfir, I want my husband to put bread on the table. I, I, I don't know, I'm, I, again, I don't know what circumstances, whatever, like I say, if when they got married that was the opmach, that could be a different din, but but etzim, a normal situation when they got married, and then uh, he's got a chiyum. Uh, I, I once heard the story from Rameer Stern if we're going off the subject for a minute but, but uh, it's worth going off the subject if you're quoting uh, Oshiva but um, um, I once heard a story from Rameer I think I told you this Alex that, that um, he said that in the Olam HaEmes the Noshim Tzikonis in Klal Yisrael are going to be sitting at Mizrach quite a bit ahead in this, potentially than their husbands you're speaking about the situation in America, then I'm not saying anything about here or where so, ever. And, and he said that the, the mysterious nefesh that, that, that they have to be able to support uh, their husbands in learning is incredible. And he said to me, he once had a situation where a, a couple had been living in, in Lakewood for many years, and the wife had been commuting to New York and uh, um, to support the family. And that means schlepping the children on the tent and going, leaving them by wherever you're leaving them by, and then back and forth and back and forth. And eventually it got too much. It was just posh too much. The kids were too old. It was too, I don't know. Whatever it was, the family was too big. It was too much. And the wife said, therefore, she'd like them to move to New York. Because then it's a hop on a subway, wherever. It's, it's a whole different story. So he went to us with me. He said, what should I do? On the one hand, this is what her position is. On the other hand, I don't want to leave so you ask him you should go to New York she said but uh, Roshiba, I should leave Besson Shkorea she said who's talking about leaving Besson Shkorea he said what do you mean he said but, uh, I'm going to be living in New York she said you're a mushkus that's exactly the same trip you made your wife take every single day and then it didn't bother you but halal now it's uh, how can a person do such a thing I said what do you mean <laughs> you know, so okay, I'm not. I'm saying, uh, not saying chasson. That's the klal at all. But I'm saying yes, uh, there are responsibilities and there's a Maybe you can say that in a shul. Uh, you know, 
with a Masori like ours, but I don't think that's a, I don't think any Botidin would look at that differently. I really don't. If a wife calls a husband's person and says that, he, you know, he, he promised on the Chuppet to support me, I haven't got food to eat. But tell him, you have to go and support your family. If you can't support your family and your wife therefore wants to get divorced because she wants to be able to have her, then she's entitled to get divorced. I think, unless I'm missing... It's a very interesting point. You're saying a, a based in has got no obligation to proactively get involved if they see something wrong happening. No. No. No, I didn't phrase it that way. No, uh, if Bezan sees something wrong happening, this is a, a, a global Shailia asking, right? Yeah. It's a very interesting Shailia. Um, Bezan primarily has something wrong, uh, has a duty of care to get involved when they see something happening when they are Bezan Sheva Iri. So if, for example, you take a, 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 a town with one Bezan, right? Then that Bezan, and that Bezan's been appointed by Mamuna um, by the civil, it's not private Bezan, it's been appointed by the civil, then that Bezan takes on the halachic duties of a Bezan, such as the Gemara lays out, so you've got halachas gavit stocker, you've got halachas gavit mikvois, you've got halachas various different responsibilities that they have. But when you have modern day scenarios like we have, so in England we've got it good, because most of what they didn't are killer what they didn't. There might be various different killers, but they kill about it in. In, in America, you have situations where bezin is a private bezin. Three people open up a bezin, and people can come to them for the material if they want. So they've got no achrayas at all. They're not mamun about the tzibur. But here, if you have kill about it in them, they have a responsibility over their kehila. Yeah, but if a woman is not being fed by her husband, and she's putting up with that, that's her prerogative. Nobody can tell her, you're mechuyah to be mechay of your husband. <laughs> like any person, if someone's owed money and the person hasn't paid... They might, they might want to say, you are aware that you're entitled. If, if they see... Uh, there's, the a, there's, a, there's a halacha that's even more extreme than that, as you mentioned before. There's a halacha that bezin are not tanin on your same. Bezin are not tanin, so, but for are not tanin on. That means we don't tainer for a baldin. I remember we discussed the most yeah, classic yeah. case I had with the, with the, with the loft and the, 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 the roof, whatever. If they were can say, I want £100, and they should really be asking for £200, You've got no right to tell them you should be asking for £200. You've done on the shy that the tree that they're bringing. They're bringing a tree of £100. You can tell them they're entitled to £100. Well, they're not entitled to £100. What about a Shavos You know that they've got a tiny you, you, you see them and they... A Shavos is when you're doing something... That, again, it's a shy in the Gemara when Zohar Lod and B'mokum Shechav Lachim. Right? Hey, it's not just, he, he doesn't know. He doesn't know that law. He doesn't know that it, it belongs to him. Okay. He just he, he doesn't know. So, so, but nevertheless, the bezin can can advise people, you know, generally away from Claudia before you come. Maybe do your homework, speak to people who know whatever it is. But in front of bezin, bezin a lot allowed to tie on behalf of one party. And there's often discussions between the Is that's not my, is that too broad to try and bring that in into what he claimed? You know, sometimes a person doesn't know what to claim. Okay, but, but if a person knows what they're claiming and they're only claiming X and really they should be claiming X and Y, so you, you judge on the claim. The claim is he wants X. We'll decide are you entitled to X or you're not entitled to X. I could have brought a different claim that you didn't bring. It's not our Christ. Not, not just not our Christ. We're not allowed to put tiny in your mouth. A third party could. A third party can do what he wants. His lawyer, to the one who is against him, he knows that he's right. He would probably lose his job. 
So okay. he's probably lose his job. So I don't know if he's mechuyim. Right? So, what, 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 what his lawyer can turn around and say is, Abertam, you're asking me to, to, to lie in Bezden, right? if that's the case. Right? You asked me to lie to protect you, and I'm prepared to defend you in such a case. No, uh, no, 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 if you're not being asked, then you see something. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not to step forward uh, if you're not asked. Uh, again, there are certain cases. They're very. You have to be very careful. Uh, the Chavetz Chaim has a whole uh, um, packle of halachas regarding shaduchim, where you know certain information, but you weren't asked. If someone called you up and they asked you A, B, C, and they didn't ask you about E, are you allowed to volunteer E? Right, so it depends what. Certain things, the tough as you say, the Samadamrecha. For certain things, if they would ask E and you'd answer the correct answer to E, could be they wouldn't look into the Shidduch. That doesn't mean it's the Samadamrecha. But for what they're looking for, could be they wouldn't look into the Shidduch. Are you allowed to volunteer? You're not allowed to volunteer. I'm saying, it's not the same as this. Here, you know that a person. He, he, he can ask could him. Make, he could, he could have a claim. Of, of course he would, if he knew. Maybe. If he knew that Lokhali is that he's entitled to ask, of course he, he would ask. There's no, okay, no doubt. That's not the Samadamrecha. Well, you know something, um, and you're not telling him. And with this, he could he could get the money at someone else's expense. Al Pitoyer's expense. I mean, but that's, so again, he's right. right so but but, but right again, the halacha is that he could put in a claim in which he hasn't put in, right? Because he didn't know. Correct. So, but if you give him that information, someone else is going to lose out by it, so to speak. So saying he's not losing out because Betsy owes him the money. Yeah. Right. Right. Back upon him, let's come back to the thing. So, so when someone's making a claim, right. you've got a claimant. If, if a, a woman was into Bezin with a claim, but say that that's something else. But if she doesn't make that claim, and she's and she might. The reason she might not make the claim is because she doesn't. You know, she might want it one way, but if it doesn't be that way, it doesn't mean she wants to get divorced. It doesn't mean that she wants. You know, maybe she's prepared to swallow it. So you've got no right to interfere. Come on, moving back to, to the, the try. Jeremy, if you can share, please. So again, in, in, in Aleph, I'm going to read it very quickly. So in the case of a woman is the primary breadwinner, in our case, it's not relevant because both of them are contributing to each other's costs and to their own costs and to different children. Now, this is very interesting. The Mishnah Supers lists a few different halachas that a woman is mechuyiv to do for her husband. Whether it's weaving, sewing, whatever the different halachas are. So, Marsham says that on those malachas which she's not mechuyiv to do, like basic business, for example, imagine a woman runs a shop. That's not something included in the mission that she's mechuyiv to do. Even in this situation, we say that 
the wages, the income belongs to her husband. Al is at least it's no worse than if she find the Metsiya. So it seems to Ramo. So there's a machlekes in Gemara and Ksubos. What happens if a woman is machlekes to put in, I don't know, let's say, 10 hours a week of sewing, right? Which then makes, makes uh, you know, makes scheria, which the husband could, in theory, sell, and that brings in income to the, to the household. This woman, Mama Schwitz, is on it. She stays up, yomim, leilis, weekends, and she does double the amount of work. So that's what's called hadofa de'atchak. There's extra income that she's generated above and beyond what's expected to her, through, from her. Ba'ad She's had to schwitz to generate it. So it's a shayla. In a normal scenario, the ma'isidzea of a woman belongs to her husband. Right? But that ma'isidzea, the shayla is, is that only talking about the ma'isidzea that she's mechuyiv to go and do? Right? Which the Mishnah says is the basics what she's mechuyiv to do. Or no, anything she does. So the Gemara says, according to this uh, one Mahalach, is that if it's a dofal de'ad chak, that means if there's extra that she's generated because she's worked really hard, she can keep that difference, the excess. She can keep the excess that she's generated from the extra work she's done more than that which she was mechuyiv to do. And there's machalikas. So he says, Takal alacha, V'zeo dafke kishisko v'afla poiskim shiba dofal de'ad chak the third line in base, even according to person that say that if she does work excess than what's expected of her, she can keep the difference. That's only she's doing those specific works which are mentioned in the Mishnah, like the sewing and the knitting, whatever else it is, and then she does extra, then she can keep the extra. What she does extra, there's a Yeshim that says she can keep it. If she doesn't do the husband's type of malachas that she's mechuyiv to do at all, the mochim zei sekes b'loy tircha kol kach b'schoyer epikidu sekudayim have a balo. So he says, what's the reason? It's very interesting. What's the reason why, according to Manta Oma, hadofa al deatchak belongs to the wife? According to that Manta Oma, what's the reason for it? It's because the, the effort, the physical exertion that would be required from her to do what she's mechuyiv to do, she's gone above and beyond that level of work. That level of, 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 of schwitzing over, bringing the panosa, way beyond that. So then there's a shayla whether she's entitled to keep the difference. But if she's doing a job which doesn't include a massive amount of manual labor, like business, for example, it might be uh, uh, mentally intensive, uh, it's not a lot of physical labor more than what we're talking about in the, in, in the Mishnah. In such a case, he says, in Kuli Alma, the husband keeps all the mice down. Rabbi, these trolley, these things that she has to do for him, these are not for bringing money. Correct. But these, those... are, these are nuts. If she does whatever is required, she cooks and she sews his socks, then all the things that he needs doing, she does. And now, on top of that, on, she goes and works. Never mind the exertion. She's done all the things that she needs to do for him. So mm-hmm. why would we not say this is hers? Even if she doesn't, it's not strenuous. So he's saying, because then the day when Chazal said, if he's feeding her, it's not right that she should be making income and keeping it, because that's going to cause bad blood. Right? If you learn that way around. Yeah. The Ikatakon is Mazunas. And Chazal Tanan say, it's not if this is going to cause trouble. Because if she's earning millions of pounds and keeping it in the bank, and he's having to feed her, it's going to cause Sholem Bayez problems. So Chazal Tanan said, you know what? Since he's 
undertaken to guarantee that you're supported and you're fed, he gets your wages. Right? So we're saying in the moment, therefore, Ba'etzim, if you hold that Nandama, even a Dafar Deed Chat belongs to the husband, because that was how Chazal fixed it. Yeah, but then even Yedet Chat is the husband's. Well, Correct. According, according, according to Al the level of work, if she does much more, the way he's learning now, it's about doing much more physical labor than what was expected of you. So if you're doing much more physical labor than what was expected of you, we have Rahmanus on you and we let you keep the, 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 the excess income. That was not excess on your Mazonus. Excess on the work that was expected from you. But if, <coughs> if the case is that the work you're doing isn't bechalal as physically labor, uh, you know, labor intensive as that which Chazal fixed that you're mechuyu to do, it might be you're putting in hours, but it's not physical hands-on labor to such a level. Then Chazal never waived your obligation to give that to your husband. Why are you giving it to your husband? Because he's feeding you. So, so. This way of looking at it, it's a question of what was the intention of Chazal when they fixed the halacha of the, the Maishudayah going to, to, to the, to, to the Baal. And, and this Malach, the way he's learning it in Adof al-Diyad Chak, is it's only if you do much more physical work than that was expected from you, it's only fair we should let you keep the excess. But if you're not doing much more physical work, you're doing a job which is not major labor intensive, then no. In that day, he's underwritten your Mazonas, he's entitled to your Maishudayah. From all of this it would seem that the income that the wife generated belongs to the husband. Since she also received benefit from his income, because remember he's paying for half the bills, and the support of the house falls on both of them. She's not the primary breadwinner. Here's the big one. Even though he's allowing her to keep her own bank account, he's allowing her wages to go into the bank account, and once she's paid the bills, he might not interfere with what she does with the excess money. Nevertheless, he's not relinquishing his rights to the money in that account. That's how he's learning. Right? This, this, this is uh, one of the, the big nukudas which we, which we debated. When a husband lets his wife put the money into her own account in this situation where she's also contributing towards the house, he's saying the fact that <clears throat> he lets her put it into her account doesn't mean that he's mochel his rights to the excess. Might be convenient, might want her to feel happy and feel gishma. Doesn't mean he's waived his rights. He's not even suffering. That's what he's saying. Correct. So she can't say Kimri. Correct. Correct. Now, also, let's just do outside quickly then in a few minutes. We have, I have to stop a few minutes early. But, but, um, as we said in last week's share, there's two separate rights that a Baal has. A Baal has a right to Maishu Daim, unless she's taken that, she's relinquished that right with the Mazonis, etc. And a Baal has a right to inherit. Alright? They're two separate things. They're not the same. So what happens in a case where a wife says, don't feed me, I'm going to keep my own maishu time. And she makes millions. And now she wants to give those millions away. Not within your Not within She wants to gift them to her children. Is she entitled to gift them to her children? If they're hers, why not? So, the Shai Zazoi, 
In a situation where a husband and a wife have an agreement, she makes saying she's going to keep her income and the husband doesn't have to support her. Do we give the status of that money, the status of Nikhsay Miluk? Right? Imagine the woman gets married and she brings into the marriage £20,000 in her bank account. She had a job before she got married. £20,000. Whose money is that money? It's hers, right? No one argues. It's hers. Contrary to what, what, what sometimes I hear people say, no, everything a woman owns belongs to her husband. Stussen. Right? It's not, it doesn't belong to her husband. She walks into marriage with 20,000 pounds. Her money. But, it's Nechsimu Luk. And unless the husband signs a waiver, which he would rarely do before he got married, he's Masalik. Which is what we said sometimes happens in a second marriage. Um, normally a husband wouldn't sign that, but it doesn't mean he couldn't. Unless he'd signed such a waiver, then the halacha is that he's entitled to the payers of that money. Right? He's entitled to the payers that are generated from that money. So, why is that different on that money to money which, which Be'etzim, she earns in her lifetime, which is hers, also hers, because she's supporting herself during the marriage, but it's still Nechsei Muluk. So he's entitled to Paris. Is and more than Nechsei Muluk, he's got a Sus Yerusha. And here is the curveball. We never found this anywhere else in Hilchus Yerusha. There is no such thing in Hilchus Yerusha of a father gifting a property, let's say, to an Enochal. And Achamever Esther, the Yerushim, turning around to the Enochal and said, sorry, bit awkward, but a father didn't have a right to, to, to gift it to you because we're the Yerushim. Why? Everyone knows the answer. Because you're only a Yerush of what he owns at the time of Ptira. Yeah. But whatever he's given away beforehand is not yours to Yerushim. Right? So I'll be sorry if we take that out into a scenario of husband and wife, we'd say the same thing. We'd say, whatever the wife gave away in her marriage, say that it's gone. You will Yashin, a husband will Yashin, whatever's there at the time of Ptira. Because he's entitled to Paris. Because he's entitled to Paris. But let's forget the Paris for a moment. Even without that, I'm saying a different point. I'm saying that Hilchus Yerushim. I understand. That only shows you whether he's entitled to the Paris or not entitled to the Paris. No, it shows you that a capital is different than Nechsem Elok. Nechsem Elok, because he's got the Paris, the money is not to him. And she can't do what she likes with it. Right. Here, with money in her account, she can spend it. So that's a proof that it's not like the Nechsem But whatever she hasn't spent, does the husband have a right to turn around and say, I want the Paris? Why should, why should he? Again, he, a lifetime he couldn't do it, and with the Nechsem Elok he could. So that's the shy which you're asking. In the lifetime. That which it means it's hers... Does that mean he's not even entitled to Paris? No, obviously not, because otherwise he would be able to prevent her to use it. So, again, so she's allowed to use it because she needs it to support herself. She says she's got 2 million, 3 million, 4 million pounds. She wants to buy it on luxury, not to support herself. Okay, so that, that's what we need to see. We need to get clear that, Nikod, and we also need to get clear the Halach of Yerusha, that if it's hers to spend, does that mean that when she spends it, he just doesn't yashin it? Or can he then undo that and say, nice, at the end of the day, I have a source Yerusha, which is more... And stronger than any other Yitzchus Yerusha. Al-Mu'ar Chachamim his Yitzchus Yerusha that he can even be Moitzi Midei Shibud. Is it different from any Matzana B'chayim? Sorry? Any Matzana B'chayim you don't. If I give away my assets, my children can't say, well... Because normal Yerusha is only, as I said, on what a person owns at the time of Petir. But here, a husband had a Yitzchus when he got married already. 
that he's going to yarshan his wife if she's nifta first and they're still married. And we're going to see. Therefore, that gives him certain system which we don't find anywhere else. I have to stop on my phone. We're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see. Achsir simatayva. Good night, Shah.